0: We are in bed with books. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Melissa and I'm Bethany.
1: If you'd like to find us outside of wherever you're listening from, then you can find us on our website in on Instagram at in with books, pod and find us on YouTube for video versions of the podcast and bonus episodes.
0: So let's jump right in. All right. What are you drinking? Water. Oh, cause I'm dehydrated. Nice. <laughs> same I've got some lemon ginger tea because I'm getting over being sick and I need it for my throat yes I sound a lot better like even in my own head like I sound a lot better than I did even Even just just from yesterday
1: yesterday. yeah
0: yeah when when we talked um now I was in Phoenix right hot humid or not sorry not humid like dry so Mm -hmm. dry and it's humid here my skin my hair and everything is used to it here now I felt like I was cracking up like I felt like If I turned a little too wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like I was just gonna bust open. It was so bad. Um so my skin is really appreciating being back in Houston, even if I'm not necessarily the biggest fan. Yeah. Like I can't breathe in the humidity, but my skin is loving it. So yeah, like I'm all dewy. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I can't breathe really, but like at least my skin looks nice.
1: Yeah. I, today I gave myself permission to enjoy spring because nice. it's like been sunny for the first time in weeks. Um, yeah, just in the past couple of days. And I had to go get my cat some food this morning and I just like stepped out into the morning crisp spring air and I was like, oh my god. And you know how like your whole life you're just always that contrarian that's like, I love the fall. I hate the spring. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to like the spring.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay with the spring. (laughs) I feel like it's so also like book, bookstagrammy, booktalky to be all like pro fall. And I love the fall. I really do. Yeah, I love the fall. I'm not going to deny the fall. Same. But also like that first really warm, like sunny day when it's not like hot. It's just like, you don't have to wear like like, 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 a a nature's blanket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah before it gets hot like that's why it's nice because once it gets really hot it's unbearable yeah but those first couple of weeks when it's not like that those are so nice yeah well this is season three yeah i know so
1: we're we're so excited for this because i feel like we've grown as a podcast i think as a podcast and as a people as a people our friendship has grown it has my cat has gotten lots older
0: <laughs> in the past yes, couple months our pets have grown they've and by our I mean and, like by your pets and, and, and by pets and my yeah. like niece and nephew pets yeah i bet they've grown
1: by grown i mean they've deteriorated, <laughs> deteriorated. yeah they've grown my cat won't cl-
0: stop pissing on the wall it's fine <laughs> it's fine totally normal thing yeah. not on the floor on the wall <laughs> We will not be elaborating. No. Uh, no. Seymour's gotten so big, though. I mean, I was only gone for maybe two and a half weeks, right? For yeah. Kaylin's wedding. Yeah. Um, But I came back, and I think it's just was, like in my memory, he's still like a kitten. But mm-hmm. he's so big now. He's got like yeah. his little pouch, and it flaps a little bit when he trots into the room. <laughs> I love him so much. The, um milo calls that the grundle <laughs> i mean that sounds about right Honestly, i think it does <laughs>
1: I'm like i don't know exactly i wouldn't question like yeah the
0: phrasing honestly i don't know
1: the anatomically correct word but it is we just call it bunny's grundle maybe yeah. it doesn't have a grundle because it's full she's just a fatter cat so.
0: <laughs> she has a tough belly <laughs> it's the primordial pouch prim yes the- <laughs> that's what he calls which it, yeah. like is not <laughs> any better of a name than Grundle but I love it I call it his little pooch yeah but that's also like what I call my little tuft of fat there <laughs> so
1: my, my sister-in-law calls it the pe- her pizza pocket <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is really good I, I like that one it's the utilitarian name <laughs> yeah. yeah oh okay shall okay. we just kind of get a little bit into it um yeah so i mean we wanted to kind of cover some season three highlights yeah like we... what you can expect this season i know
1: uh season two we detoured to some like lecture series where we talked about like yeah. the gothic tradition we did *Wuthering heights and frankensteins so we did yes. like some really f- spooky folly fun stuff um which i think fit for like the, the season yeah, this yeah. season
0: it, it did it felt right yeah
1: um so this season we have a lot of books that are releasing during the season yes so yeah. we have scheduled around those books we're also continuing some YA series we've started what else adding some new ones but we also are doing like one classic so just to kind of mm-hmm. keep things interesting so
0: yeah yeah I think in the future we we kind of talked about this like one book a season maybe two depending on how we're feeling about it we'll do like a not YA like kind of Mm -hmm. outside of the the genre um but like you said like there's just so many books coming out this spring yeah that like we we didn't really have space (laughs) to throw in the random random like Le Guin's or Baldwin's that we wanted to throw in so yeah it is what it is. But I love it too because we're
1: also gonna be like breaking up each of these books with like some bookish topic episodes. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about mm-hmm. different like fun things. You don't have there's no reading homework for it. So it's just for some be of the kind these, of a yeah. fun like and also a break for us because honestly, like everyone <laughs> everyone I talk to and I tell about the the podcast they're like wow you guys read a lot and I'm like yeah (laughs) like it's a
0: freaking second job like (laughs) well and the thing is like we're not the fastest readers to begin with and I don't know how some people will read like 16 books a month girl I'm if I can get in four books a month that is a win that is a win for me same yeah yeah so with the book club and then some of these well the new releases that we're reading should we just tell them
1: Yes,
0: I think, because the lineup will be out by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, we can tell them the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You can go ahead and listen. So the first two books that we're reading are Crescent City, and then, so we're doing House of Earth and Blood, and then House of Sky and Breath, and I'm I'm expecting Crescent City number two to be beefy, because Crescent City one was nearly a thousand pages. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty big. (laughs) And so, just to start out, we're already starting out with nearly like two thousand pages worth of book, mm-hmm. and so we didn't want to hurt ourselves any more than yeah we already were. Yeah, not that reading moss is ever painful, but no, it is to your it heart.
1: Is, it still takes time. You still exactly. gotta. You want to give it sit time. in bed all day and <laughs> read. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, if I could, I would,
0: but I yeah. can't.
1: So I, I have.
0: Want. I have to make monies. Yeah, <laughs> I have to survive. Typically. Yep. <laughs> Typically, um, and then we're going to be reading. I think Guild One, yeah. correct? Yes. So Guild, per by... our follower voted book. Yeah. We will be reading Guild. Who's it by? Raven Kennedy. Nice. Yeah. Um,
1: a couple weeks ago, I we on the Instagram we asked um, you to vote on a YA out of. I think we each had five selections. Mm-hmm. um just uh candidates and um guild won so now we have to uh read it which i'm not it was just like
0: a last minute uh swing vote thanks to actually taylin yeah <laughs> she there wrote. was no like there was no insider <laughs> trading or anything no she just finally redownloaded instagram and then just went in there and voted so. yeah and um, um it lucky for me milo got it for,
1: for me for christmas so
0: i already own it so that worked out well, yeah. Um, and then we're going to be reading *Wicked King*, so we're going to jump back into uh, the Holly Black fairy series, which will be mm-hmm. exciting. We we both like know that we'll just binge read obsessively, and so the power it took to stop and to not read *The Wicked King* immediately after I know. we read it was really uh, hard. *Prince*. Yes, yes. And then we're going to be reading actually our, our classic this month or this season is their eyes were watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. That is a personal favorite of mine. I am very glad that we were able to do that this season. It is a beautiful book. It is like the, the actual cover. We each have our own covers, beautiful, beautiful books, mm-hmm. but this story is just, Oh yeah. It's a great story. That is one that also Bethany is a movie with Holly Berry Oh, so okay. I was like before the book to screen one, maybe like since we're doing that that episode this season, mm-hmm. maybe we should try to read to watch that as well. Yeah. So that we can would include be fun. that in the yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else are we reading? Uh, we're going to be reading The Once and Future Witches by Alex Harrow. Which will be fun. It's been sitting on my TBR for quite a yeah. while now. So it'll be nice to squeeze in there. The and then we're going to be sounds- rounding it out with our our savior jennifer l Armentrout and the war of two queens yeah. another very big new release that's coming out yeah that we wanted to make sure to have time for and to get out to you guys sooner than like next year yeah <laughs> so that's uh that's gonna be season three
1: yeah it's set in stone man yeah it we, we just it in now we podcast. just have to read it
0: <laughs> we just <laughs> we're in it now
1: yeah we gotta deliver mm-hmm
0: Okay. but yeah
1: um and then just some announcements general announcements on for the podcast we have a book club it is yes. happening it has happened we met just this last saturday mm-hmm. and um there was a couple of us and it was really fun and we got it to like, talk about akatar um the first book the court of thorns and roses mm-hmm. uh we talked about like uh kind of the first half
0: um well because you've read the book and Kristen my friend Kristen's in the book club she just finished the book in one like basically one sitting I think it was like two days she read it in and so that's why we were like let's just I mean we can rearrange the schedule a little bit so that way yeah based
1: off of the readers we can kind of try and
0: yeah yeah figure out what works for the group but um I mean if people devour these books I'm not going to stop them yeah yeah if we need to like yeah
1: well and I and I kind of and when we kind of started the book club as well we we wanted to be kind of cognizant of the fact that some people have read, already read these books. And if they want, like, I remember when I read them being just like, God, I just want someone to talk to you about this. Like,
0: yes. Even if it's a
1: year later, like I just, you know? Yeah. So, um, if if anyone's read them out there, if you're in the middle of reading them and you want to pop in for just like one book, like do it, you know? Yeah. Um, we are meeting on March twelfth, will be our next meeting and we're covering the first half of the court of Mist and Fury. Mist and Fury.
0: Yeah. As well we should, as if if yeah. things win like they did last time, it'll probably just be all of a court of Mist and Fury.
1: Yeah. We'll see how everyone's doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're kinda playing. We'll, we'll, kind of play we'll be by checking air. in. Yeah. <laughs> we have
0: a Discord link. So if you guys go onto our website or into the link in our Instagram bio, then you can join the Discord. Um, you don't have to be in the discord and go to like the book club meetings the discord is also just for like talking yeah because that's what discord is yes. um in case anyone didn't know yeah but we don't want it to be too uh we don't want to be too too much of like a sticklers about it so we'll be checking in if we end up doing all of a court of mist and fury for the march 12th meeting then that's just what'll happen So be it yep <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah uh, and then i guess just briefly we do have some potential collabs coming up and i don't want to say anything too much at the moment they're in they're potentially in motion they, yeah. yes they are in motion for potentially happening yes yes yes
1: yeah. um we're really excited because this is kind of where we wanted to go like and so we're really excited to like also have people on the podcast or be yeah you know yeah collabing
0: with other people so that's where we're at but what are we going to be talking about today melissa so today is not a book sorry to anyone who is excited to hear about a book today we are going to be talking about (laughs) pandemic reading and me well and, and us yes yeah
1: and i think the main reason why this is such a good topic um, for us is because this podcast was kind of like...
0: It is our pandemic baby. It is our baby.
1: pandemic baby, yeah.
0: Yeah. What <laughs> like, was that meme that was like, you either got an air fryer, a dog, or a baby during yeah. the, the, the quarantine, and we got this podcast. Yeah, so. we got the podcast. So yeah. kicking
1: and screaming into, yes. the, into 2021, it was. We yes. were literally um, we kind of raced through it, I would say. I mean, I feel like we planned a lot, but, like, the first season was, like, whoa, and then, um, now I just feel like
0: it's, like, this is just who we are now, like, it's our life. Well, the funny thing is, I think after season one, so the beginning of season two, we were, like, yeah, we know what we're doing now. I feel so much better about it, and then when we were meeting just, like, a couple days ago, I think it was, we were, like, listening or we were thinking about, kind of, like, the very first episode of season two, and how unorganized we actually still were. <laughs> yeah, I was, like,
1: listening to it and I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, yep, and, yeah. and I know we say that, but I was actually, I actually didn't know what I was talking
0: about. And so we were like, now, actually, now I feel yeah. like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I, I like to think that as time goes on, it's just going to get better and better yeah, about definitely. that. But that, we also, we never wanted this to seem like, perfect or yeah. influencery or yeah like we're trying to seem like we have all of our shit together because we don't also again yeah. like this started during the pan- pandemic that's kind of I feel like our, our whole thing is about like just enjoying reading enjoying mm-hmm. what what do we say like enjoying the cringe sometimes yeah yeah and having a space to enjoy that and so I never wanted to feel like we have to be perfect yes yeah so. very well said Hop off my soapbox.
1: Yep, oh, I love it, I love it. <laughs> um, so let's start by each talking about like kind of our experience just briefly in the, in the pandemic and like your relationship to reading. i okay. you go first.
0: Okay, I think I've got the more drastic story when it comes to like the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so our, like our program had ended that fall just before so the fall of 2020 2019. yeah 2019 Damn. Ugh. okay i know oh I my know. god <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when it, it's like so much farther back so much yeah. farther back than i think um so yeah so it was fall of like 2019 when our program ended and you went back which makes sense you had a husband you didn't really like you you didn't want to stay any longer necessarily than you had to yeah i remember you you took me to the airport yeah we the night that was the night when we had our sleepover and we watched meg ryan movies yeah um and you yeah and then me i take all my to shit to the airport and-, and that lady at the airport definitely thought we were lesbians because yeah. she thought i was like trying to say goodbye to you before you left so like yeah. as we were lovers oh. um
1: also, you had a weapon in your bag the whole time. <laughs> Do you remember that? And we didn't even no. like, think twice about it. So which knives in London are like a, a weapon. Oh, that's
0: right. Like yes, they are a yeah. weapon.
1: I remember I went to Sainsbury's, which is a, one yes. of the big grocery stores next to my flat um, one month and I to get knife. And they didn't have any. I had to order it on Amazon because they just yep. don't carry knives
0: because um, you and had the I, really
1: nice one yeah i had that nice one from amazon and i was like okay i don't want to give this to anyone like yep. <laughs> so she, she, you were gonna like take it with you and you had it just in this like paper bag that was like barely hanging on and it was just so funny yeah
0: well like and it was just like stuffed into my purse like if i'd have had to walk through any kind of like metal detector or anything that would yeah. have seen like a massive knife like knives like any kind of knife is a weapon in yeah. london this is a weapon in any country like yeah (laughs) any country um so yeah I went to an airport with a weapon please don't take me like please don't put me on any no-fly lists um (laughs) but I stayed for a few months after that
1: so Mm -hmm.
0: I left the very beginning of February of 2020 because my visa had just finished up and like there was inklings I remember like when I was in London was when they'd still had their first case. So London hadn't locked down yet, but London was like mm-hmm. starting to get cases, which made sense. It's an international hub and everything, right? Within weeks of me getting back to Phoenix, shut down. Right. So I actually didn't expect it to happen that fast. Um, so when I was like talking to my mom about staying with them for a while, I was like, it won't be that long. I just need some time to recover i didn't exactly i mean like i'm a millennial living apartment to apartment i wasn't gonna hold an apartment for a year that i was in london or like a house or anything um so it was just supposed to be me going back living with my parents for like maybe maybe six months tops Mm -hmm. uh and in that time like getting a job and saving up money basically because i mean i had also lived in london and Other than, like, the last few months that I was there, I was without a job. So, I mean, I was, I had money at this point, but not enough to live on because I had gone from, like, having a full-time job to living in London and having no money. And then it was, like, that for a while and then having slight money. Yeah. So, I was, like, I'll take, like, a couple of weeks to recover because we've talked about this, like, Masters is insane amount of, like, mental, physical energy, emotional energy. Yeah. And... So pretty much like the end of the two weeks that I had allotted myself to kind of just like relax and veg out and do nothing, lockdown happened. Mm -hmm. And so I had already kind of started like applying to jobs, but some of them were just like in such open places. Like one of them was like a Planet Fitness Mm -hmm. and they called and they're like, do you want to come in for an interview? But because like it was things were starting to lock down, I was like, I just can't even justify it because my parents are also, I mean, not that my parents are old, but we couldn't afford for me to like have this minimum wage job and bring COVID back to the house and have him yeah. be out of work because he's got COVID, you know? Yeah. And so that was just like, that sucked. Yeah. And then, you know, living with your parents in quarantine, living with your parents as an adult is hard enough as it is. Yeah. But when you're being like locked down when it's nothing's open. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go anyway? Like, mm. whew, it was rough. It was real rough. I love my parents. Yeah. Like, they're not, they're not bad parents, but oh, it was stressful. It was real stressful. Yeah. But that is when I moved to Houston with Taylan and Vinny and Jay. So June of 2020, early July-ish, late June, we moved me out here. Um, and my thinking was like, I'm, I'll have a better chance of getting a job because mm-hmm. if I'm One, there's not really like a space for me to remote work at my parents' house. And two, if I have to go into a work place, there's just nowhere in surprise. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, like things were still locked down. And so even if I wanted to try to get a job at like a restaurant or like a gym again, or a grocery store, there was so many limits that there's just like, there was limits of the places that were even available, which were not that many. Yeah uh so i moved out here did a really shitty customer service job for a while do not recommend not that i think anyone would recommend like a customer service job it was a call center it was a remote work call center thing and it was atrocious and then shortly after that we started this so well what's your relationship with reading during all of that
1: like
0: um well because after i didn't pick up a book until i moved out to houston And it wasn't even necessarily that, like, I ignored books Mm -hmm. because I remember a couple of times trying to pick up things and I just Mm -hmm. couldn't, like, I didn't have the attention span. I would, like, constantly that thing where you're, like, reading the page, you get to the bottom of the page and you're like, I don't know what I actually just read. Yeah. Let's go back up to the top. Let's try this again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Just, it was constantly that for, like, the first seven or eight months after I got back. Yeah. But... I can't quite remember the first book that I read after, but I remember some, some of the first, like I don't remember the order. One of the first books that I read was Sin Eater by Megan Campisi. That was really good. That was historical fiction Mm -hmm. that kind of got the ball rolling a little bit more. And then like, what's her name? Oh, Kim Harrison. Mm -hmm. She does the hollows, the ones that I'm always talking about she started re-releasing or started really releasing new hollows books. And I was like, okay, I can mm-hmm. get back into this. All very kind of just indulgent reads. Yeah. And th- like, the thing is I hadn't been able to even really read YA when I was in academia mm-hmm. because my brain, it was like the productivity thing where your brain's like, you could be spending your time better. Yeah. Even though like you need, like, yeah, exactly. The, the shame associated it. <laughs> with rest even though like rest is productive because you your body needs it. Otherwise, like you like you saw with us at the end of like doing the dissertation and everything, where it's like if you're not resting, you're not putting out your best product. You're not yeah. actually doing the work. Yeah. Um. So, like, I entered that space where like I was trying to get a job. I had I was applying to like five or six jobs a week. So yeah. I mean over. So okay. I remember more kind of like post my job that I started 2021 with beginning of last year. After that, I was applying to five or six jobs a week and yeah. getting completely ghosted. Yeah, And so I was entering the space where like reading was, I guess, more easily accessible, like reading for pleasure was more easily accessible yeah. because I had to like tell myself, I had to remind myself that there's only so much I can do. I think it's probably easier because I wasn't doing academic stuff. Like, I don't know what point I would have gotten there or at what point I would have realized that in academia, just because it feels when you're in academia, it feels like there's always something you could be doing. Oh yeah. Or like, there's always something you're ignoring. Yeah. And so like, when I, when I was just like unemployed, like, trying really hard trying to figure out what the next steps are you can only spiral so far and so I was like reading these as escape from that but also as like escape from this like the mental spiral like the anxiety spiral because I do get anxiety I've got I get I get depressive anxiety yeah ding like yay (laughs) so like I had to figure out something to kind of stop that cycle in my brain and typically reading will do that yeah. And on the, like, on the very literal, like, your brain is just focusing on something else. And then also, what is the point of, of fantasy, which is to, like, experience these other lives and to broaden your own senses, your own sense of, like, empathy, your own sense of compassion, your own sense of, like, who you are as a person through these, like, fake stories, you know? Yeah. That's what media serves for us. Yeah. And so that also helped a lot. Yeah. I didn't feel quite as stunted, yeah, emotionally afterwards, which was nice. So yeah, I okay. my turn. Yeah, I was my gonna turn. say let no, me stop. Good. Stop me from No, talking. you're good. I
1: I it's nice that you because I mean we know each other and we've talked, yeah. but I don't think I've really heard the whole like story at once. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, um, good. The um, let's see. I when I got back from the masters. I was very excited to go home. <laughs> for yeah, I'm reasons. sure. Yeah, the whole experience of London was kind of is I think another pod. That's another episode. Yes. Um, yeah. But it was very exciting, but also incredibly difficult for me because I was mm-hmm. away from my husband for a year. Um, we would visit a couple times a year, but I think four months was like the longest, and we'd already been together for. 10 years married for seven so it was like your other body it's like your other person like you know it's like yeah we've just become so much a part of each other at that point but so coming back it was like like a honeymoon it was like so exciting yeah now we were he had to move into his mom's house because I wasn't there as a second income (laughs) Yeah. yeah um and so I was moving into his mom's house as well and we were living in the upstairs um it is very very old house that hasn't had its carpet change in probably 30 years or more um it's a smoker's house um it has pets all of that stuff so but I was so like I was so blind to that because I was just like so excited and I remember Milo being like oh you're like I feel so bad because you have to live in this. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll live anywhere with you. Like, I'm just like so excited to be back with you. Um, so that was like really fun. And then I got like a job at a a toy, the toy store that I worked part-time before I left, um, during the like, uh, Christmas season and just was got incredibly, incredible anxiety from that of just having to like go back to that. Like it just felt like going from a master's program to like doing customer service. It's like, I thought we were like done. I, uh, I ended up kind of quitting because i was just like i can't do this um and uh then lockdown happened um now living with his mom and her two cats and then our two cats upstairs <laughs> it was a, a full house but it was like oddly like such a blessing because You know and i can't not everyone can say that right like about this time like you don't really get to choose who you live with during the pandemic and and neither did we really but it was really nice to get to know his mom and um kittens were born on march 8th which was literally five days before lockdown like i think lockdown was like the 16th because i remember i went out for my birthday yeah on the 12th and then like a couple days later and I was like, that was the last time we went to a bar for like ever, <laughs> yep. but yeah. So, um, but yeah, kittens were born. So it was like, his mom like never slept through the night. She would be like, up. she's like stayed up late or whatever. And so every once in a while we'd like come downstairs to like get a glass of water or a snack or something. And she's just there like talking to the kittens and like, we'll Aww. stop and we'll just all talk to the kittens and like watch them grow. It was just like really a fun, like sweet thing, but it was really you know, and just kind of general lockdown, I think a lot of people had, which was, you get tired of movies and Netflix and shows, and you're like, I need something more, I need something deeper. And you have had a lot of experience with YA. Mm I maybe, I maybe read a few series, like, in um, middle school, but I didn't really read for fun. And I remember my friend Alani saying that to me once. She said, You never really like read for fun because I'm always like, Oh, I need to read, a cl- I need to read The Great Gatsby. I need to yeah. read like books I know are going to be good, right? Because they're classics. Or mm-hmm. like I, I had such a hard, t- I would have such a hard time not finishing mm-hmm. books that I wanted to make sure that what I was reading was going to be good. Yeah. And so she took, I told her, I said, I need a book to read. And there's, all my books are like, you know, classics and Lord of the Rings and stuff. (laughs) I need something like fun. And so she took a picture of her shelf and then I like uh, chose one. And so it was this historical fiction by Karen Brooks, a Locksmith's Daughter. And I think we talked about it in our must-reads episode. And I was just
0: like, oh my gosh. And it had a romance. I was just going to say, so when I talked about the Sin Eater I talked about it wasn't one of my must reads but I talked about it in our must reads episode I find okay. I like that that was for both of us yeah we made sure to bring that up during our must reads yeah we'll have to just
1: we'll have to read them or something yeah, yeah. clearly clearly
0: they did what they needed to do for us yeah exactly so.
1: it, it like I was just like I need to read another one so then I read another yeah. one by her because I was like she can do this she can do it again um and then I, like, I did read some classics. I read Lolita. Um, I, but I also, I got, I read Akhtar, And that kind of changed my life a little bit. Because I was like, this is what books can be. Like, all books, like, books can be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, not I'm just, just like, classics. Like, like, books can be just, like, fun. And, like, and yeah. th- I really... The whole year, really, I had to tell myself it's OK. I had to, like, give myself permission to enjoy spending time reading fantasy or like, yeah, you know, or um, smut. <laughs> like, I yeah. had to kind of give myself that OK. Um, and it's been very good for me. And I think, um, yeah, but eventually we did um, move out of the house we had to there was like some things going on and we were just like we need to get out there's there was there came a point where you're like okay like the world's opened up a little bit like yeah there's not really a lot of reason for us to be here anymore um and Seattle had like tons of places open and like because everyone had fled the city and so it was Mm -hmm. just like really easy to find like a good deal so we got into a place in March and I continued to read I remember reading um crescent city Mm -hmm. number one while i was moving which would have been in like a couple weeks so it's like almost been it's it's like almost a year a year yeah Mm -hmm. and uh then i read uh serpent and dove and then i think and then in april we got on a zoom call and we were like talking about serpent and dove and oh and from blood and ash i I read that got really into that here in this apartment and so yeah, so I just, like, yeah, we got on the Zoom call, and we were just, like, oh, oh.
0: I think we needed the time apart, too, because, and we've kind of talked about this, I think, occasionally, briefly, maybe on the podcast, but, like, so much of our relationship at that point was, like, wrapped up in the Masters and in the dissertation, mm-hmm. and yes. I had such negative feelings around those things at that point. Not that I had any negative feelings towards you, mm-hmm. but, like, you were very much, like, a reminder of those, yes. like, those things. Oh, I know what you mean, yeah yeah and like it was nice too to come back for us to both be like look at this disgusting fantasy that i'm reading <laughs> yeah um i think like us kind of finding that place yeah, different from different paths was fun yeah i i loved it i that's a really good point
1: because that was something we always like really bonded over yeah Which i think yeah. we've we've touched on before is like like you're like, that that call single was in london of the podcast yeah
0: Well, like even like in
1: London when we met, like that was something I felt. I was like, oh, like she likes to talk about sex. Like (laughs) I was like, oh, good. Like someone like's not afraid to like I don't know. And so I think, you know, I was like, you were single in the city. I was like, away from my husband, like as fuck. Like, and so then finding these books and like a way to kind of like. I guess, Continue that. access that part yeah. of our relationship in a context we could do hundreds yeah. of miles away. Yeah, it was really, it's really, really cool. Agreed. Agreed. And Zoom for giving us the ability to, like, record.
0: Yeah. Like, well, seriously. It felt an, another kind of, like, very pandemic, hashtag pandemic thing yes. to have happened, because yeah. what was it, like, Zoom's stock, like, tripled or something <laughs> yeah. after the pandemic started, which is great i guess yeah i don't know the stocks that's just stocks are just astrology for straight men so yeah yeah um but yeah it was it was that time away and then that initial call of us being like hey like it's been a while let's 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 converse yeah and literally like on the call we were talking about ya Mm mm-hmm and then I think it was you was like, what if we did a podcast? And within minutes, like we had our plans set up.
1: Yeah. We like stayed on the call and we we're like, what if, what if, what if? And
0: yeah. it, it's so, we're
1: so cute because we were like, okay. And then when we have like a Patreon and we, yeah, <laughs> we were like, There's we're going to launch really that. Ahead. Yeah. We were like, we were going to launch that like last year, like within a yeah. month that didn't happen, but that's okay. It was just cute. Cause we were just super like dreaming and like.
0: I we think really it's wanted... important to dream, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was cute. Yeah. Um, we do have other fun things coming your way. Things that we hadn't even anticipated wanting to do, but yeah. that we are. <laughs> A shop, but... Um... <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Who is <was> that? <laughs> um. Okay, okay. Yeah. What's... what's going on? What are we talking about now? Um, I don't know what's happening oh, yeah. next, because let me look at the um, yeah you've got the plan for today so what what do you love in a book oh yeah a I like do you mean like what do I like to get from a book yeah like yeah it could be phrased like what do you like to
1: get out of a book or what is what is the criteria for like just really good
0: yeah so any book that I'll rate, like, a perfect five out of five on has, like, a really good catharsis. So I, I like the classic kind of, like, story arc where you have, like, mm-hmm. the, the build up and the, the height, the climax of the, the, the book, and then a really succinct ending. I don't think that every book needs a happy ending, right. but a really, really satisfied and, like, succinct, like, complete ending, the kind where, like, you leave and your chest feels better, Yeah. You know? like I love that I love that so it's Um, kind of like the
1: the um the contrast
0: of like yeah builds to the climax like the catharsis is like the release the release of that tension in the story yeah I love the catharsis at the end like there are some stories where it's so fulfilling and it's so satisfying that sometimes I'll cry yeah and I love that um What
1: are a few books that do that that you that you could think of right now
0: so one that i really liked was actually the 13th book in the hollow series uh which would it was supposed to be the end of the series before she kind of like rebooted it in a couple of years back during the pandemic actually because it was supposed to like end this kind of 13 book arc with the growth of this character that we've grown to love and her friends that we've grown to love um it won't spoil it but I will say so they had like an epilogue a 20 years later epilogue Mm -hmm. at the end of the book yeah and to see where the characters had gone afterwards was really really satisfying and I know not everybody I actually love the epilogues when they do that I know not everybody agrees with that and I'm I'm happy to be alone in that party yeah um but Okay, so again, this isn't a spoiler, but the, all, some of the creatures within the hollows can live, like, hundreds of years. And Rachel, as a witch, can live, like, 125, 150 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the man that she ends up with can also live just about as long, even though they're not the same species. Mm-hmm. And he has this line where he's, like, we've done the last 30 years your way. Let's do the next 30 mine. And he, like, proposes even though it like lowers his uh, like social status and it was so sweet i teared up a little bit because even like rachel in the book is she's not going to deny it they've spent the last 30 years together they've built a life together it's really sweet like i love sappy endings like that mm-hmm. um i keep trying to think of like a a not happy because like a not happy ending isn't even necessarily a like a sad ending yeah um but okay so this one wasn't even necessarily a sad ending but um rick reardon who does like the percy jackson series he just did his latest series in the universe was the trials of apollo
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and at the very end what you so like the the premise of the series is that apollo is being punished by zeus for his actions i can't remember exactly what the actions were Mm-hmm. and so he has to like re-earn his immortality and his godly status and the entire time you're also kind of getting like the other side of zeus because when you're in the percy jackson books percy jackson's a demigod he doesn't know all the politics that happens so you're getting this very like specific portrayal of the gods but then right. when you get like apollo's point of view you're also getting like kind of how much of a dick zeus is in the series as a, like as a father as like the king of the gods and at the very end he's not any different zeus isn't but apollo has changed a lot and even though like you like you you want something to happen to zeus like you want zeus to get his come up in. so you want somebody to snap at zeus and like put him straight kind of thing yeah it doesn't happen apollo right. gets his like his it's so, okay so spoiler for anyone who hasn't read the book even though it came out like a year ago the last one um Apollo gets his his godly status back he earns it back and he's like a changed person because of all the people that he met along the way like the very normal people that he had forgotten about when he was a god right Mm -hmm. and then he looks at his dad and he just hates him all the more because his dad doesn't understand like he's he hates him not because he made him do it but because even though he did it and Apollo is changed now his dad will never fully understand what that means And I loved that ending, because it's also true. Like, all you can do is change yourself. You can't, like, influence how the the assholes around you are going to be. Yeah. No matter how much we might try or want to. So, yeah, I that was a good one. That was a good one. It was another one where, like, it didn't necessarily have an epilogue, but, like, Mm -hmm the kind of like the falling action after he gets his godly status back where he visits all of the people that he needs to visit. Yeah. Was really satisfying. Yeah. So. Cathartic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I
1: like, um, let's see. As you were talking, I was thinking a little bit, but um, a couple of things. I'll say number one, number one which is more important than number two okay is character development mm-hmm. and obviously every book needs character development to an extent but like yeah. i respond really well to really good character development mm-hmm. i don't know if it's that i also need to understand what's going on with them really well and if that's well written mm-hmm. Um, you know, to the point where like you're, you don't wonder why they are the way they are. Um, and you kind of, you do you know how like, uh, what is it called? Like you um, you kind of have, they have to be likable. Yeah. But really they don't have to be likable for me. You just have to understand why they're doing what they do. Exactly. And if yeah. that's well delivered, um, then the like kind of like you were saying the catharsis of like that release when it does happen yeah. when they do learn or when they like do get better like is so much more satisfying yeah a book that does this really well um is A Court of Solar Flames <laughs> okay um na- I won't get into it because you haven't read it yet and you're going to read it um yeah. but I I feel like I've talked about it before enough to like um, the character development is like really well placed and really well, like navigated. Um, and it makes, and let me tell you, it was such a good post pan, well, are we post pandemic, um, post <laughs> <yeah. laughs> first, first, first round. round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, read because it was like, it, like I needed hope mm-hmm. and like. And it was, like, such a reminder that, like, I can, like, build myself up, too. Like, and I like to kind of see myself in those characters. So that one was, like, kind of more direct in that way. Um, I can't think of another book
0: that does it well. But I will say Still,
1: this.
0: I was, well, I was just going to say, I think you've told me before that you really, really like Nesta. Yes. And when we had our book club meeting, Nesta's like a bitch, right? Yep. And I think you even said it. And so I was even thinking just now, I was like, if she brings a back guitar, I imagine Nesta's got a very good arc, which I anticipated because her and Elaine are so liked from what I can see like online. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We definitely get more from yeah. them. And I understand wanting to make them or like having to make them a little, t- like kind of one dimensional yeah. in the like beginning of the story. Yeah, yeah. So that was one where I was like, I feel like that could be- Something yeah that that's why you, you were like, like I'm not gonna like a, a good form... example for you yeah I
1: remember in the book, yeah. in the book club you were like I'm not gonna form an opinion because I know but I understand because I did I hated her at
0: the beginning like I was just yeah. like when I first read I was just like what is her problem um <laughs> I, think I I with those books I definitely have the benefit of like coming into the party so late yeah 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 um
1: I will say the second thing that I love to get from a book is romance I really love romance and I find that if there's not a lot of romance it's difficult for me to get through it Mm -hmm. um I don't know if that just makes me right and I'm still like trying to accept this part of myself like I'm just like am I just like a floozy for romance like yeah 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 I'm a I'm a lush for romance I just yeah for for romance yeah I just like and it doesn't even need to be smutty but it just needs to like have a good like dynamic between two people yeah. like the acceptance like that that's kind of like um I would say King of Scars and Rule of Wolves didn't have a lot of romance even like Zoya and Nikolai like had a little bit going back and forth but like that's why I really liked Mina and Han because they had such like a unique like connection and I really respond to that like I'm like oh yeah like and it's just like a, a reminder of how acceptance can happen from any direction yeah right people like every Roman every romantic like coupling we've read has a different like reason for accepting the other person Mm -hmm. and I just like really appreciate that like that can come from like so many different ways and places and there's no like two that are alike so I just like it
0: I agree I agree um uh, kind of bouncing off of that I think the only reason romance isn't high on the list for me Mm -hmm. is that I'm from the like generation of YA readers like where I started young where Mm I I found the romance if it wasn't there I found it Right. I imagined it. I, yeah. I, I filled in the blanks. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, re- I remember when
1: we talked about the, uh, that, uh, uh, Sabriel book I was telling you and I was like, this is yeah. like true YA because like they like didn't barely touch. And it was just like, yeah. I just remember reading it in eighth grade and being like, Oh my God. And like, you know, and then like, Oh, they're riding a horse or something. like someone's riding a horse and you're like, for someone who's never been touched, you're like, oh, like you can yeah. find it. Like,
0: <laughs> um, well, that was the thing with, like, the Percy Jackson series. The Percy Jackson series is, like, technically, like, middle grade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, for the most part, it's, that's maintained through all of the series that were are within the universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It did not stop me from, like, aggressively shipping characters who not always, like, didn't even always have scenes together. Um the main couple is percy and annabeth Mm -hmm. and they don't even like kiss or hold hands or do anything until the second half of his series Mm. but i remember when i was originally reading that series like just on cloud nine anytime him and annabeth were interacting and their interactions were like her lightly bullying him and him being too dumb to like see that she was like, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: preteen version of flirting with him and everything. And it was cute. And I found as much romance in it and as, as I possibly could. Yeah. So, that's just me.
1: Yeah. I just feel, I just like to kind of tie in like the pandemic and everything. It's like, I, I, this was like my opportunity. Because there was literally nothing else to do. Like there was nothing. I had no dentist appointment I had to go to. I had no papers to write. I had no work to go to. I was beholden to nothing but myself and my like leisure. And so it was so exciting to finally have no excuse, but to like indulge in what I loved to do. And so when I found like the ACOTAR series, when I was introduced into young adult, new adult, like fantasy, I was, I was just so giddy and like, so like, I felt like a child again. I've said this before, but I'm like, I wanted, I feel like I'm learning all the lessons I should have learned. Like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you know, I'm just like, I'm like underlining things from, from Blood and Ash or just like, I like seriously went, had like some self-help, realizations like through fantasy and stuff like I just I love it and I think I would just I just get so excited about knowing that there are more characters and more worlds out there for for me to read I'm just like I could just do this for the rest of my
0: life (laughs) yeah yeah there's certainly enough books for us too exactly
1: like I'm like there are more because I feel like before I had this limiting belief that like not all books were for me or like not Mm -hmm. not maybe that's not the right way to say it um that i wouldn't be able to find good books Mm -hmm. i just didn't know what those books were i guess yeah i think yeah no that's fair yeah 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 so pandemic reading in us yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) um a lot less depressing than i think the title implies but
1: yeah i mean i think everyone has a relationship with reading yeah. the pandemic uh, i i shouldn't say everyone but i think all of our most of our listeners probably did because yeah i'm gonna assume y'all are readers to some extent but it is um, like there's there was a huge influx on instagram yeah. instagram all of that like because guess they're uh bookstores did incredibly well last year I was just gonna say
0: well that that site that we use, bookshop came to be because of the pandemic Mm. because like people wanted more books but small businesses didn't always have like the means or the resources to set up websites and to set up like distribution and everything and so bookshop.org set up in order to help you support like help you help small businesses yeah through buying like you can just buy it from bookshop and they'll pull it from like a random bookstore bookstore yeah i also remember like reading about another plague that had happened in like the maybe the 17th or 18th century Mm -hmm. um where like a bunch of literary figures or something like actual like writers had gotten together to, to quarantine and to isolate because this is when like quarantine meant you went and you stayed in your country home and you didn't contact anybody for like four months kind of thing. And I think it's kind of just like natural thing where when we have to isolate like this, we turn to writing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We turn to communication in a different way. And like, yes, sometimes that's going to mean TV shows and movies, but when there's nothing new coming out and you have like the actual social like trauma of a pandemic you need something new to yeah. pull yourself out of that yeah
1: it's it's a time of consuming really yeah because you can't put out really
0: yeah and, and the like things that a, you
1: can put out do well you know like yes
0: exactly yeah. exactly um because there was like the, that need to escape like i mm-hmm. won't deny that need to escape I feel like uh like Ben Wyatt on Parks and Rec when they're like oh did they cancel Game of Thrones and he's like they would never cam- cancel Game of Thrones it's a crossover hit like he's like it's human stories in a fantasy yep. world like that's what it is like that's yeah. if if Game of Thrones had actually ended good we would have all been turning to Game of Thrones again but that didn't satisfy us yeah we needed things that satisfied us during the pandemic which meant for some of us you we turned to smut yes. for the first time yes and for others of us we reunited with our love of fantasy and non-fiction and fiction, you know yeah yeah so yeah definitely it was a nice it felt like a nice return home for me yeah yeah and it, and it felt like a
1: nice like introduction into like a new world
0: yeah you like opened up the curtain you're like yeah. holy shit yeah i was like it's color I see color yeah
1: (laughs) I was like it doesn't have to be all gray all the time
0: yeah or like sepia like wizard of oz yeah steps out into to oz for the first time first time a color tv yeah that's me and then I start skipping (laughs) yeah and then you know the munchkins come around and start singing songs and you're like what drugs am I on but (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) okay all right well until next time
1: next week yeah yeah we'll and be next talking week, about what
0: are we what are we doing
1: <gasps> oh, oh should i should i like do no. oh no people can't yes. see it it's okay oh yeah unless you watch us on youtube yeah um so okay watch us on youtube you would have been you you can see, see what we're gonna read next week even though we just told you earlier yeah. in the episode but yeah okay okay i'll tell you it's house of earth and blood crescent city series by sergey yes. moss i just read the best chapter of the book and i'm a little bit on like cloud uh, 29 <laughs> like i'm like oh so God. there's this meme i keep seeing it's like a moss book meme yeah and i can't tell if it's wet wh- for which series it is But I found, so the the meme is like, I want to be chapter 55 in the sheets and chapter 50 on the streets or something like that. (laughs) And I have to find it because it's so good. And I'm like, what book is she talking about? But I'm like, wait, like every, because your girl writes down the chapter, okay? I have a notes app, right? Yeah. So I know where to go when I need to go. And they're in the 50s. These ones were in the 50s. So I'm like, I'm wondering if she does that to all of her books, now I'm wondering if she well, puts I all think of like it was the good armand
0: Trout. Trout does like a lot of the sexy scenes in Blood and Ash and even A Shadow in the Ember, I think, is like, like chapter 30 to 32-ish. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like the good sexy scene will yeah. be in that one, because that's where the cave sex scene was.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that's so
0: funny, because I'm like, now I'm like, actually, maybe they do that. I'm sure, it's because like a lot of structuring goes into once you're like an experienced writer mm-hmm. so i'm sure when they plan things out they plan with that in mind like the the actual kind of yeah. like the because i noticed there were some
1: chapters that i was like three two two and a half pages long you know yeah that i'm like i i could totally see that of them just like manipulating the chapter numbers anyways yeah. i'll have to find that meme
0: <laughs> and okay yes view. please do um I'm also gonna keep in mind 50 and 55 when I get there I'm not as far along as you are but for those of you who did not hear the beginning of the episode I was sick so I'm giving myself a little leeway yeah I was just traveling we had the wedding and everything so I think it was 54 I don't know
1: I forget what happens in 50 but 55,
0: 55 I I'm already liking Hunt and Bryce's dynamic so
1: yeah yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get into it with you.
0: I will really not excited. get into the things that broke my heart, but I'm <laughs> sure I don't even need to say what they are. The, like first two chapters of the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, we'll get into it. But we yeah we stop will because right otherwise now. we'll like we'll stop we'll just yeah, keep we'll, going like, i know i know <laughs> we haven't even finished the books yet and we'll be like yeah. an hour conversation about it okay about like okay. the first two of course two pages okay
1: okay until next week until next week happy reading
0: happy reading bye bye so I I I guess I kind of did enter that that like (laughs) (laughs) bless you Uh, sorry you good that looked that looked aggressive
1: (laughs) well my whole headset just came off and I was like yeah yeah